Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Senate Democrats are moving to hold a markup as soon as next week on bipartisan legislation to repeal the Iraq war authorizations. Number two, the fate of Eric Garcetti's appointment to ambassador to India remains uncertain. And number three, today's big day on China. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are leading Punchbowl News AM with uh, a look at the effort to repeal the Iraq war authorizations uh, and Senate Democrats making a big push on that. Yeah, this is a um, it's become an not an annual thing, but it, it dropped during the Trump administration because he had no interest in repealing the AUMF. But um, it is something that really, uh, let's call it, uh, uh, tweaks many members of Congress that the United States is still operating under a war authorization from a um, for a war that's been over for a long time, <laughs> a very well, long time. I mean, 20 years ago, right? I mean, it was yeah, the yeah, invasion. Yeah. The, yeah, right. Um, and um, Tim Kaine and uh, Todd Young are behind this effort to uh, repeal the AUMF. Uh, Tim Kaine has been this has been an issue for Tim Kaine for a very long time. Now, this has a huge amount of support in the Senate. It will break a repu- uh, uh, any filibuster. It's sure to be filibustered by some hawks and some um and some other Republicans who just don't want it to happen. But they have a lot of people on board, a lot of interesting people on board in the Senate, including people like uh, uh, J.D. Vance and and other Republicans that it, 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 it would pass if it gets to the floor. Now, Chuck Schumer did not bring it up last Congress he or last session. He thought it was uh, he didn't have the floor time, essentially. And then they, they were going to try to get it on the annual defense policy bill, the NDAA. They couldn't get that done because they didn't have an amendment process. So Tim Kaine and Todd Young are back here um, to do it again. Now, the question then becomes, where does it go in the House? Um, Tom Cole and Chip Roy are two Republicans that are in favor and is are supporting this. Um, Tom Cole is a uh, the chair of the um of the House Rules Committee, a very powerful, powerful committee right now. Chip Roy is on that committee, and he's also uh, one of the Republicans that helped deliver the speakership to Kevin McCarthy after opposing him for a while. So this has legs, and I would say this. The reason it has legs this time around is because McCarthy has promised an open um, amendment process. And, you know, that this is one of the ways that the an, an open amendment process can i don't want to say come back and bite you but i it will you know this has a majority support in the house between democrats and republicans this has a majority support so all that said we could and we don't know yet but we could be be beginning to see the end of the authorization for use of military force that has been um uh in place for a war that was ending that that is a 20 year old war yeah absolutely i think just the thing i want to note here which is you were kind of mentioning at the end here which is this idea that mccarthy is has has promised a much more open process in the senate in particular in the house uh in particular around the amendment process so it's it's unclear whether he would bring it up you know specifically for a vote but even if he doesn't you could see supporters uh try to get it attached to the annual defense policy bill um, 
and and that would be a, a major a major shift in terms of certainly what we've seen during the Pelosi era uh, of how floor time in the House and how the process of p- bills uh, are be- getting put through would be would be done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean it's. They'd have to wait a while because the defense policy bill isn't up usually until the second half of the year or the summer or the second half of the year. Um, Joe Biden has said he'd sign this. He is in favor of getting rid of the AUMF from the, uh, you know, the 20 year old AUMF. So um, it could be coming to an end. We'll, we'll have to see. This is this would be a major victory for Tim Kaine and for Todd Young. Um Strange bedfellows in today's politics between kind of, you know, Democrats and Republicans on this and conservative Democrats and liberal, uh, sorry, conservative Republicans and liberal Democrats. Not that Kane is a liberal Democrat, but there are liberal Democrats who are in favor of this, obviously. Um, Every Democrat is in favor of this. So uh, and they have a host of Republicans. All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning. Foreign Relations Committee in the Senate was supposed to vote today on the former L.A. mayor's nomination. Of course, that's Eric Garcetti to serve as U.S. ambassador to India, plus a host of other nominees. But now Senator Marco Rubio has placed holds on Garcetti and all the other noms, but one. We're told. So the panel's meeting was scrapped for now. This is, of course, just the latest stumbling block for the embattled Garcetti. We've talked about him on this podcast now for months, uh, whose nomination has been stalled for more than 18 months amid an investigation into his handling of a top aide's alleged sexual misconduct. Um, just an, another issue for Demo- Senate Democrats here. And again, uh, love for you to talk a little bit more about what this really means is is floor time, right? And is, is Chuck Schumer going to burn some valuable floor time on a Garcetti nomination? He's going to have to. Uh, too bad Chuck Schumer just went to India because if Garcetti gets, gets confirmed to go to India, he would get a hero's welcome from Eric Garcetti if he gets him across the finish line. Um yeah, so Garcetti is probably the most, I mean, definitely the most embattled ambassadorial nominee um, in Joe Biden's term. Uh, he has been stalled for a long time based on his uh, a situation that happened, a sexual harassment situation that happened, um, sexual misconduct situation that happened in his office um, during his tenure as mayor of Los Angeles. Now, all Democrats appear to have most Democrats. Mark Kelly is one who has not. But most Democrats appear to have fallen in line here. Um, But remember, we have John Fetterman, who is out um, because he's being treated for depression and and he's in Walter Reed Medical Center. Um, And listen, floor time is valuable. It takes a long it'll take a long time to to to. uh, get this across the finish line. Bob Menendez, the chair of the of the Foreign Relations Committee, said, talk to Chuck Schumer. That's not my job when we asked him about whether he could be confirmed. Um, this has just been a lingering issue for a long time. I mean, and listen, it's kind of amazing that we don't have uh, the United States, that is, doesn't have an ambassador to India. I mean, this is one of the most important countries on planet Earth. Uh, It is the uh, seventh largest country by area, second most populous country, and the most populous democracy on planet Earth. And we don't have an ambassador there. That doesn't mean the embassy's not working, of course. Um, But 
we do not have an ambassador there, uh, it, which is, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but it's, I mean, we're two more than two years into Joe Biden's tenure as president. Um, well, and the so fact that they had, he's kind of stuck with him, though. I mean, this usually, I, if this is so, if a nominee is this embattled, eighteen months in, this important of a, a, a of a of a country, typically a, a president would pull the nomination. Yeah, move on. I mean, people have begged him and begged senators to uh, stay with Garcetti. Um, he doesn't show any signs of wobbling here, and I don't. Yeah, it's it's it, I don't I don't get it. I mean, I, I guess he really wants Eric Garcetti to be the ambassador to India. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but um, uh, it is. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing that he stuck with him. I agree. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. China showdown, a partisan fight over a GOP proposal designed to allow President Joe Biden to ban the hugely popular social app TikTok will be at the center of what's going on uh, today, which is a big day in the House on China. House Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Michael McCall, the Republican from Texas, and Representative Gregory Meeks, the Democrat from New York, uh, are clashing over McCall's new TikTok ban, which we scooped on Monday. Yeah, this is a uh, uh, Meeks is basically saying we didn't have time to discuss it. Um the bill is kind of interesting. It gives the president the ability to ban TikTok effectively. It's not um, it is not an outright TikTok ban. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, it is fair to say, undoubtedly, that TikTok is um, under increasing withering pressure from policymakers. I mean, on both sides of the aisle, especially on the Republican side. But you couple this with the fact that the China Select Committee holds its hearing uh, tonight and um, in prime time. And um, this is a big week for China on the Hill. Again, Anna, we both hear stuff from lobbyists and from corporations about just how hard the US, the Congress will go against China Obviously, quite hard. This committee is bipartisan at the moment, uh, the China Select Committee. And we'll have to see what happens with this TikTok ban voting. I, you know, McCarthy will bring this to the floor at some point. I have no doubt about that. Um, when that is, I'm not entirely sure. All right. Uh, before we let you go, just want to alert you that uh, we are out this morning with our second profile of the leaders with Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens. Uh, it is officially live. You should check it out there. Dickens is working to support business in the city, build more affordable housing, and position Atlanta as an economic leader in the region and across the country. A very interesting read by our very own Brendan Peterson. And with that, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. Tell your friends. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. Have a great day and stay safe.